Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second week of 0.0 Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Lincoln. Thank you for tuning in today. This week, we're going to get all into uh, how I've been working on my mental game and things I've done this week to improve and a little recap on some rounds that I've had. So let's get right into it. I'm going to get right into uh, where I left off last week. Uh, So this would have been Thursday. I uh, didn't have a whole lot of time to do anything that evening. But I went to a course and I spent about 45 minutes working on chipping. uh, Mainly around the green. They have a great greenside bunker that I worked on for a good 10 or 15 minutes. Hitting some some bunker shots. Hitting some uh, downhill chips, uphill chips. And then also they have where you can go, it's about 75 yards and so I chipped, uh, hit some chip shots from there and just, just worked on my game. And the main thing I've been working on with my chipping is I've really been comfortable of just shutting the face down, hitting like a bump and run with a 56 or even with a 60, just closing that face and just making a confident swing, which works in a lot of, a lot of areas and a lot of situations that works perfectly. But I wanted to get to a position in my game where I can open the face a little bit and swing with a confident swing and know that the ball is going to check and you know get a little more height on the ball around the greens and not be scared that I'm going to uh, just blade the ball over, over the green. So working on that, getting more confident with it, and I actually put it into the game um, on Friday and Saturday I played and yeah was a lot more confident already just with that 45 minutes of practice that i uh placed already on on thursday night and so i i think just that's going to take some time uh it's something i've never really practiced i know that that sounds crazy but i've just been very confident with with the low flighted chip around the green and um, you know, if it works, why fix it? But this is something I want to add to the, to my bag as far as being able to chip over a greenside bunker or, you know, maybe there's some trouble just on the greenside that I, I need to be able to chip over confidently and know that I'm going to get the ball up in the air and the ball will, will hit, bounce a few times and then, and then check up. So that, that's what I worked on. And, um, I think for any type of shot, there has to be quality time of practice to to build the confidence. I know that I can hit these shots, but when I'm in a you know when I'm playing around and I have to have this this ball, you know I'm getting up and down for par. I have to go to something that I am confident 100% that the ball is going to do what I need it to do, and so. I just don't have the confidence with that shot to pull it out during a round. So just over time, that will uh, change, and I'll be more confident with it, be able to pull it out a lot more because it is it is a high-quality shot. It's just about me being confident that I can make that shot. And the club, the club has a lot to do with this as far as the bounce and the leading edge. And so there, there's a lot to the shot other than just the swing. The club makes makes the shot a lot easier so um that that's one thing to look into if you are struggling with the shot maybe you're playing with a too low of bounce of a lob wedge or um just make sure that your that your bounce is high enough that um 
you know you're not digging into the ground but you're you're gliding across the grass the turf um, like the club's meant to be so there's a lot that goes into that and I, I probably won't get into much about the the clubs um, but who knows I enjoy clubs I love talking about the components and and different style of clubs so yeah I'm, I'm sure we will talk about that because that that is a big big thing of the golf game but anyway um, yeah so that's all I did I did have for about 45 minutes just chipping and hitting some wedge shots so that was a good good practice all in all and so yeah that was a good good evening all right so getting into uh friday and even saturday and sunday we're going to talk about those rounds so friday we had my league round we just played nine holes and um yeah, Baldwin Golf Club talked about in the last podcast where I shot my three under. So I always have that hanging over my head that I'm trying to beat that. And that may be part of the problem where, um, and we'll talk about that in a minute, where, you know, you don't think about the outcome. You think about the process of the game. And so part of that is the issue with me playing there because I'm always trying to beat my number. But that is good to always be trying to better your your score to beat yourself um, but as far as the mental game is a part of that uh, you know you have to you have to think more of the process and the and you know your routine of playing rather than the outcome of the score so I shot a I didn't play bad I shot a 38 three over and yeah it wasn't terrible um, there was only a couple holes that I was pretty disappointed in myself I would say that I did not stick to my routine and my process very well of finding my start line, filling my grip, and then swinging. I didn't do that great. I didn't putt very well either. I had a lot of birdie opportunities, 10, 12 feet, that very easy putts that I should have made that I just left them right or left just a little bit. So, yeah, I didn't really play bad um, just for that course, just a little disappointed in myself and how I handled myself around the greens and even on some shots, um, par fives that I wished I, I would have spent a little more time thinking about the shot and then get into my play box and find my start line, feel the grip and hit the swing. So other than that, it was not a bad round. That's our skins night too. So I didn't win any skins, but still three over. I'm not upset about it, you know, like I said, I mean, that's my handicap. I'm a three handicap right now. That's my average. I should shoot on 18. So, um, you know, that's it's not terrible. It's not the end of the world. So I was not upset with that. And so that was Friday night. Saturday, go to play with a couple guys at a course called Florissant Golf, Golf Club. I think it's golf club or golf course. I don't know. I get so confused on that. If they're a course or a club, but Florissant Golf Club, and it's it's a tough little course. Uh, there's some tight shots. There's some um, blind shots that you have to hit, but it's a very scorable course, not super long. Um, there's some par fives that you can get there in two. There's some pretty short par threes, and par fours are pretty simple as long as you get your tee shot in the fairway um and there was a couple holes i was two fairways over and still able to make a par so 
you know, it's one of those courses where you can kind of bomb it around and still be able to score. So, uh, yeah, so play with those guys, and I shot a 40-40 for an 80 total. Not great and not super happy with it. Um, and the reason I'm not happy with it, not because I'm upset about an 80. An 80 is fine. They're going to happen. Um, what I'm upset is, and it is part of playing with guys, you know, you're having fun, you're you're enjoying yourself, you know, you're talking all throughout the day. Um, but, you know, I got to get into that play box. And for my mental game is just finding that start line, feeling the grip and swinging. I mean, that's my, that's my, that's my whole thought process right now in, in, in my game. And I probably remember doing that two or three times, if that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I was spraying shots, not terribly. I mean, I shot 80, so it's not like I was just hitting terrible shots. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm not putting my approach shots on the green. I'm not hitting greens and reg, having to get up and down for par. It's just not how I want to play. And, you know, that's just – you're going to – I'm going to have those days, and I know that. And I know it's going to be tough to get a green and reg every hole, but if I know that if I stick to my process that I can have better opportunities to uh, have greens and reg. So, yeah, kind of disappointed in myself for not sticking to the game plan on that on Saturday. But, yeah, shot at 80, so that's eight over. And, again, not terrible. I'm not upset with that score. What I'm upset about is my not sticking to my process on every shot, not sticking to my game plan. And that's what I'm working on. Um, the You know, the past few weeks I've been working on that. On that. And for me to just go out for a whole round and only do it a couple times, that's unacceptable. Cannot happen. So Saturday evening, thinking about everything, um, and I'm realizing that. So Sunday, going into a round, I play the first nine holes. I play with some buddies who are just getting into golf, so I don't keep score on the front nine. Playing at Sugar Creek Golf Course, and yeah, so don't keep score on the front nine. I don't play great. Uh, one of the guys want to go with me on the back nine. So, yeah, it's just me and one other guy. We go out, and I start off red hot. I birdie the first, birdie the second, uh, par the third, and then birdie the fourth. So I'm three under through four holes, and I'm feeling electric. Uh, yeah, and so what I'm upset about is those those first four, five, six holes, my whole thought process was find your line, fill your grip, and swing your shot. And it worked tremendously. And I did keep keep doing that. Uh, there was a few times I didn't do it. I would step off and I would redo it. But here's what got me on Sunday on that back nine was I started thinking about, oh, my gosh, I could beat my three under on nine holes. I could shoot six under at this pace. And so I started thinking about the score I could have rather than focusing on the shot that I have in front of me. So I'm getting distracted from getting distracted from the shot and thinking about my end score. And so, you know, I again I I'm not playing bad, but I made a couple careless shots and I made a bogey 
on a par four and then had a par five right after that made a double so i'm right back to even and so that double in the par five really gets me pretty heated that's on hole uh 16 hole 17 is a par three i stick it to like five feet and i'm thinking great i'm gonna make a birdie didn't make the birdie made a par not upset at that um even 18 um kind of a really tight drive um your driver has to be accurate to hit this fairway and even if you do hit the fairway it's sloping so right that it can go to the crap on the right side so i pull a five wood and just try to pull you know just hit a nice easy little fade and i over slice it way down into the crap didn't find my ball had to drop i make a bogey on the last 18 for one over so i want to talk about this a little bit so this is something that i have to work on if i'm going to get the scratch golf i cannot allow this to happen i'm three under through four holes and i shoot one over I know things are going to happen, and I know courses are hard, and I know swing is not going to be perfect every time, but I cannot allow this to happen mentally. And I know, I know it's because I started thinking about I'm going to beat my record. I can easily beat my record. And that's all I was thinking about, and I did get into my play box, which I'm happy about that, but still, I'm thinking about beating that score. So on that par five, I, I, remember, it, I remember it very well. I hit a uh I hit a driver, a good driver down the right side. I'm like 240, 250 out. I'm like I don't need to go for the green. I just want to hit one that's down there a little ways. So I hit a 5 wood, I believe it was, maybe a, or 5 iron, maybe a 6 iron. And I hit it to within about 100 yards, 120. Well, I was less than 100. It was about 80 yards probably. And then I started thinking, oh, I'm sticking this close. I'm making birdie. I'm going to the 17th. I can make a birdie there on that par three. And so that's what I'm thinking about as I'm hitting my chip shot. And all I need to do is get on the green. And it's for sure a par, but possibly a birdie. And I just totally hit it off the bottom of the club toward the hosel. It goes right of the green. I have to chip again. I chip it on. And then I two-putt. So not not happy with that at all actually i three putted sorry i three putted yeah um yeah i'm just not happy with that because i let myself for just a split second get out of that thought process of where's where's my line where do i want to drop this chip shot feel my grip hit the ball just a routine just a routine little shot and it's it's just so easy for me and my brain to just get distracted and to be thinking about beating my score rather than making the shot. So that's one thing I'm um, working on tremendously. And um, yeah, so that's my rounds for this week. We're going to get into the next segment of my mental game. And um, yeah, and then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on for next week on the podcast. So stay tuned. We interrupt this podcast to share that my handicap has dropped. So last week I was at a 3.6 with the rounds that I played on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this past week. My handicap is now at a 3.4. So woohoo, very excited for that. Let's keep it going downward. Let's go.
So guys, we're talking about my mental game. And yeah, as I was just saying about my, for sh- not so much my Saturday round, um, but yeah, it did, yeah, my Saturday round and my Sunday round, not happy with how I handled myself and my mental game and not focusing on the shot and just, you know, thinking about the outcome rather than the process. So here's some things I've been doing, and then we're going to do a little segment of asking myself some questions and just answering those and talking through them about my mental game. So uh, here recently I was um, encouraged by a great friend of mine, Kyle, who, um, yeah, uh, just met him a few weeks ago, but has been a great influence in my life and uh, in my in, in my game, and just a good friend, good dude. And he, I was talking to him about my mental game and how I've been struggling and I want to get myself to the next level. He recommended a book that's, that's called, and I recommend it to you guys as well, it's called Be a Player uh, by probably going to mess this up by by Pia Nielsen and Lynn Marriott and it's a great book and there's a lot of challenges in this book I did the audio book I'm going to get the actual book because they have a lot of challenges that you can do on course to help uh, learn what's going to help you the best and learn why do I do things in certain situations I mean one challenge was run to your ball get your heart rate up, get your adrenaline pumping, and then try to control yourself and hit the ball. And so it's just learning to deal with the outside emotions and forget those for a split second to be able to hit the ball. And, you know, simply as the book says, just be a player. So uh, here's a few things. I I jotted down just five things that I've been working on myself from reading this book. Number one, and they talk about this a lot, is just being present. Being present in the moment. So um, that's that's a big reason why I feel my grip. Um, you know, that's just something I can feel in that specific moment. Listening to the birds, listening to sounds. And that's actually one of my points. Listening to sounds and feeling objects. Um, it's all part of being being present we have to be present to be able to hit these golf shots if we're distracted just a little bit i mean i can do what i did on that par five on hole 16 and just make a careless chip shot and i make a double and so being present is very important number two is not being distracted which again uh you know if i have somebody talking to me or I'm worried about a conversation. I have to I have to get away from that for just a second and hit the shot. You know, I think uh golf is a very community game, a very social game. And it can be so easy, you know, it's fine to go out, just talk to your buddies, play the game. And for a lot of people that helps them to just keep talking while they're hitting, you know, to just just not even think about the swing, you're thinking about the conversation. But for me, I have to really focus and be present and, and, and not be distracted by that conversation. So I don't think it's rude on a golf course to stop talking, to get away from that conversation for a second or even for an entire hole because, you know, a lot of times you're waiting to tee off at the next hole anyway, so it's fine. You know, pause that conversation 
play that hole, hit that golf shot, and then come back um, at the end of that hole or on the while you're leaving the putting green and finish that conversation. But just don't be distracted. Um, something here recently, I would definitely quiet putting my phone on silent. Uh, a lot of times I'll put my phone in my bag and just leave it there until I'm done or maybe check it a few times throughout the round, but just not always on my phone, not being distracted. Um, those things can easily happen, but um, yeah, so being present, not being distracted, and I've already mentioned this one, listening to sounds and feeling objects, and again, that just helps our sensory that just helps our sensory uh, mind to feel and see the things around us and just be in the moment. And then, um, as I mentioned as well, the book is full of drills to learn why or when you react in certain ways. So um, the pros are the pros struggle with this too. If you see there's some guys that will come down um, leading a tournament on Sunday. And they will choke. You know, they'll hit a bad shot. Most of them recover, um, but some of them don't. And so you'll see that they have their method as well to stay present, to stay in the moment. And uh, these drills that are in this book can definitely help me learn, you know, why am I going to react a certain way or will I do something out of the ordinary in this type of situation? So I will know to counteract that when it starts happening. So, um, one, one thing I've learned about myself, like in, um, these amateur tournaments I've played, you know, that first tee shot is very nerve wracking. And a lot of times there's, you know, more than just the the three guys you're playing with, there's more than that just standing there watching. You know, you might have 10, 12, 15 guys standing there. Um, and you got to, I mean, this is the first hole of the tournament. You got to put a great tee shot out there. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that can be very nerve, nerve wracking. There's a lot of nerves. So I've learned to just, I got to tell myself, just take a half a swing. And it's probably going to be a lot more than a half because I'm nervous and I got some adrenaline. And, uh, yeah, just put a nice swing on it and get a shot out there. Now, I have duffed some on the first hole of those, but, hey, it, it, it works out. And part of that is learning how or why and what situations I react a certain way. And then the fifth one here I have jotted down from this book is always practice mindful mindfulness. So these are some things I've been working on. Um, during the week is, you know, I drive a truck for a living, so I'll turn the radio off. I'll start listening to things around me, trying to get my mind to be present, which anyways, while I'm driving, that's good to do. But you know how it is sometimes when you're driving that you kind of space out and yeah, it can be, you can get a little spacey with it. And so practicing mindfulness is just good to keep your mind present and be in that moment and being able to get your mind away from like I did Saturday and Sunday um well more on Sunday I should say but thinking about the final score rather than trusting the process so those are just some things that are from this book I mean the book is amazing I highly recommend it um I mean so good I definitely am going to go back through and read it again listen to it again 
And yeah, it's just so good. So I'm going to get into these questions and then we'll finish up. There's a few questions here. I may not do all of them, but um, yeah, I just want to talk through uh, these questions and maybe this will kind of trigger some things in your mind. Like, wow, I've never even thought about this before. I didn't even know this applied to golf. I thought I was just hitting the ball. But yeah, there's there's a little bit more to it than just picking up a stick and hitting the ball. Um, but number one is, do you pretty much know how you're going to play before you even hit a shot? So that's uh, a, something in the book that it thinks about, or that it talks about, sorry. Um, getting into your think box, and then to your play box, and then your memory box. So the think box would be where I would do this in. And I, I will say I do this pretty well. I've been working on getting away from playing a draw and back to a fade. I feel like I'm more consistent and my dispersion is not as, as broad with the fade. So I've been doing that. And so, yeah, I, I, I know that, yeah, I'm going to either hit this ball dead straight or it'll fade a little bit to the right. And so I can pretty well trust that. Most of the time, as long as my swing is feeling pretty good. So I will say yes to this one. I do know where I'm going to play before I hit the shot. Um, again, that's part of the process, right? That's picking the start line, picking the, the spot where I want the chip to to, uh, to land, these things like that. So, yes. Number two. Number two is do you prepare well for a round? Um. I will say I don't do this very well. I do try to, as I'm driving to the course, think about um, think about practicing my routine. I think about what my process is going to be for that round, which here lately has been the start line, fill the grip. So I do do that. As far as getting to the course early and at least rolling some putts, hitting some chips, maybe going to the driving range for a little bit. I don't do that very well. And that is something I got to start doing better. Uh, been very bad at showing up 10 minutes before, taking a few practice swings, and then head to the first tee. So, no, I don't feel like I prepare well for a round. It's something I need to do better. Do you have more than one swing thought? So I do at times when I'm not in trusting the process, but no, I, I only have one swing sh- swing thought, which is feel the line, feel the grip, or see the line, feel the grip. So, yes, I, I, I only have one. I only have one swing thought, yes. Do you change your swing thoughts depending on how you're playing? Now, I, I don't really change this up because I feel like I can feel if I'm going to hit a draw or a fade in my swing. And I can pretty well adjust that way. I try to just not get too distracted on my swing thought rather than my start line. And so, um, no, I, I would say no. I don't change my swing thoughts. I, I stay the same as long as I'm in that play box. Are there some shots that you do not like playing? Uh, yes. Hard right, hard right uh, breakers. Um, hard, not hard right breakers. What in the world? Like, you know, if I'm playing a dog, a dog right, a dog. Oh my word, I can't talk. A dog leg right. I don't really enjoy that 
it is really hard for me to hit like a huge slice, which sounds weird because I'm a right-handed golfer. It should be natural. But, yeah, I just cannot hit that very well. So those I don't like playing. I can pretty well avoid those pretty well. And a lot of times if I have a shot that I don't like, I will just club down and hit a layup or, you know, make adjustments accordingly. So um, there are shots I don't like, but I don't like to think of it that way. I just I see the shot that I know I can hit and I trust it. Does your mind wonder to the score a lot during a round? So what we just talk, talked about, and here lately, yes, it has been wondering to what I can finish at rather than um, how how my process is doing. So getting back to what my process is rather than the final score. Do you tend to get nervy at the end of your round if you are scoring well? And again, the answer is yes to this. Uh, as we just talked about with my round on Sunday, uh, yeah, I'm three under through four holes and I end one over. I would say that's a little bit nervy, and that's thinking about my end score. So, yes. Does your mood change a lot during a round? I try to stay constant. I know I do get a little frustrated and angry at myself, uh, make a bad shot. Um, you know, I think it's just our human nature to get upset with ourselves. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it changes a lot. But it does change sometimes, so I will say sometimes on that one. Do you look to your swing mechanics to solve all your golfing problems? I don't because I'm not a big swing mechanic guy. I understand the swing. I understand, you know, the golf plane. And I I don't think about that much on the course. So I would say no on that. Um, I, I know at this point in my game that it's more of the mindset rather than the swing mechanics. Is your practice short with a focus intention? Um, yeah, I mean, as I talked about on Thursday, last, yeah, on thir- last Thursday now, when I didn't have a lot of time, I had a short little practice. It was focused on just hitting chip shots and trusting the the club and not trying to do something crazy just make a nice confident swing um so yeah i i feel like i i do well with my practices and not get too burnt out on those and and a lot of times i make a game and we'll talk about that uh more in our our future future podcast as well about practicing routines and stuff and this one's with practice as well. Does your practice session leave you feeling more confident? I will say that I try to never leave the golf course without feeling confident about something, uh, whether it be a driver or a wedge. I feel like those are my two that I have the less confidence on. My irons, I'm pretty confident on those. And if I hit one a little left or right with my mid irons i am that does not make me upset it's with my driver hitting a huge fairway or a chip shot just landing it on the green and i miss those that's what really frustrates me and so i always try to work on those and try to get more confidently in those and being able to distrust them and then the last question here is do you know how to concentrate well and again, that goes back to the book and reading that and being mindful of, is my mind wandering? Um, and 
and again, that just goes back to feeling the grip and how that's been helping me of just being in the moment and not letting my mind drift from the process and trusting the process. So um, all in all, I, I feel like these questions, I can most of them I can answer yes, but there's always going to be stuff to work on. And I, I feel like I'm going to be working on my mental game for the next years probably. I don't think I'll ever stop working on it. So this has just started. I mean, I'm I'm two or three weeks into working on my mental game. So you guys are getting the first of this. So there's going to be a lot of conversations we have about my mental game and where it's at. And so I'm excited for you guys to come along with me and see how that this progresses. And um, yeah, I, I, I just have to work on staying in the moment, trusting the process, I know that I can shoot three under, six under. I mean, I know that I can shoot, and this is in the book as well, to have a 54 mindset, to know that, that you could birdie every hole, shoot 18 under, and, and shoot a, a 54. Like, to, to come out and have that mindset of, I'm going to birdie every hole, I know that I can do that, and I know my game could take me to there. It's just being confident, trusting that, and and just being in the moment and not getting distracted. I mean, I'm saying so much that I have to do, but um, it's just it takes some time, and it's going to take me um, a lot of time to be able to train my mind, to train myself, to to be in the moment and be a part of the golf shot. So, very excited about this and about studying more. And if you have any suggestions about books or uh, other podcasts or anything that helps with mental game, I would be so uh, intrigued and willing to listen or read those. And uh, yeah, I'm always excited to learn more about the game of golf and especially the mental game and even strategy game and all of it. I, I just I love the game. I love learning. So uh, very excited about this moving forward in my mental game. So that's going to do it for today's podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. The agenda for next week, uh, today is Thursday, Friday night. Tomorrow night I have league. So hoping to play well tomorrow, stick to my process. Saturday, again, I'm playing at the same course I played at last Saturday with a group of guys. So hopefully be uh, uh, a little better at staying in the moment, sticking to the process, and looking to not beat my score but to be better at my process. So working on that. And then Sunday I'm playing a, uh, a little, not really a tournament, but it's like a skins game with a group of guys. There's usually about 20 or 25 guys that play. Uh, kind of competitive. We play with handicaps. So I'm playing against 18 handicaps and 10 handicaps. And um, my course handicap at this course is two. So need to shoot well there to bring home some money on Sunday. So very looking forward to this weekend. Next week will probably be as usual, be practicing through the evenings and just working on my mental game. And so I want to thank you all for tuning in this week to the 0.0 podcast. I'm your host, Ben Lincoln, and we'll see you next week.